This is Devin with the T-Circle, your host. Mark is not here right now, but I do have a special guest interview today, and I have Miss Nikki Tomlin. She and I actually went to college together back in the day. Crazy enough, we uh, were able to stay in touch, and she has done so much up to this point. And uh, Nikki, how are you? Kind of introduce yourself and who you are. All right. That was such a nice in- introduction. I liked that. Um, yeah. So my name is Nikki Tomlin. I'm doing good today. I hope you're doing good. I didn't, I realized I didn't answer your question there, but <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing great. Good deal. I should like to help everyone if possible. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. Human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. Where there's life, there's possibility. There is discovery. There is possibility there is freedom go confidently in the direction of your dreams live the life you have imagined your only limit is your soul i am awake i am alive so a little bit about me i was born and raised in south dakota love photography went to school in colorado where i met devin we were roommates for a while and Moved to New York City, experienced that for a year, did as much as I could in my industry to see if I liked any of those jobs, and then I left and moved to Austria for a little while, came back and landed in Denver where I worked some corporate jobs and then decided I didn't like it, and now I run my own business all based around photography and videography and traveling. Sounds like a lot, actually. It's crazy because... What has it been? We, I graduated 2015, I think, December of yeah. 2015. Yeah. So how many years is that now? God, it's uh, seven. Think of us. seven. Seven. And then like six for you, right? Because you had one more year? Yeah, I graduated in December of 2016. Yeah. So yeah. Six years since uh, college. Wow. Yeah. That's all. You know what's crazy? Because the time goes by so fast. But so six years is like quite a bit of chunk there. So in all actuality, what you did is is good. You're you're moving forward. It's like I feel like I've done everything, but feel like I've done nothing at the same time. Yes, I know how that goes. But that's okay. Like you are moving on up and I'd like to talk a little bit more about it and go into detail. But for right now, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you online? So everything is at Nikki Tomlin, N-I-K-K-I-I-T-O-M-L-I-N. YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, literally all of it. <laughs> it's, it's all there. TikTok, all under that same name. Good, good on all of it. That's So Nikki Tomlin on any of the uh, social media platforms, you can find her, message her. Um, and uh, she can definitely get to you when she uh, has the opportunity to sit down and do all of her messages. I know that she uh, shares on her stories when she sits down and answers them all, so she will get to you. (laughs) Just give us some time. (laughs) Yes, it does take me quite a bit of time to sit down and answer all the DMs. Like you saw the other day, that was after my trip to Columbia. I hadn't answered DMs in like three weeks. It took me a literal eight (laughs) hours to answer all of them. Yeah, eight hours. So Yes. Well, and that's another exciting thing I want to get into is your trip to Columbia. I'm super excited about that. Um, But as far as getting a hold of us, the T-Circle, Mark or I, Devin, 
go ahead and either email us at team at the tcircle.life or follow us on Instagram at the tcircle.life. You can also leave a voice message, which will be the information underneath the Spotify caption. So go ahead and take a look at that. And if it's something where you can't get a hold of Nikki, you could always message us and we will relay the message over to her as well. Okay, so let's get right into it, Nikki. Um, the first question I actually have for you is what made you pursue your dreams? What pushed you over the edge to just take the jump? This is like loaded. And I feel like I answer this question differently every time I'm asked it. But like right now I'm thinking like I've changed my mind on what I wanted to do probably consistently every six months of my life. Like since I was old enough to really register that I can do things other than go to high school and I changed my mind a lot and I kept thinking that that was bad and then I got to a point where I was like no I think it's good to explore all the options which was part of the reason why I had six jobs in New York City in the year that I lived there um, and then in this last like little venture where I really decided to start my own business and was just like nope I'm done with all of it is having piggybacked off New York and everything was fun but not super inter interesting and then like going to Austria and having my visa denied and then getting back to Colorado and getting a corporate job where I worked for somebody else who was kind of grumpy all the time and like my entire schedule was dictated by them and then being let go after I built their business even farther up for them to make millions of dollars and then they let me go first when COVID hit it was just like the icing on top of the cake where I was like no I think I'm done with this. I think I'm done with working for other people and every dream that I've said out loud and not followed through with is like, this is the time for me to act on those. It's just, it was, it's kind of been a combination of things, but that, that last job where I got let go first and truly had the time to like sit and recognize that I hated it was when I was like, no, nah, I think I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. I think that uh, we all hit our point in life. Um, we, all have different timelines so it hits us in different ways and sometimes people are you know they're happy and content with where they're at but some of us have a little bit more I think adventure kind of built inside of us that we need to expand we need to see what else is out there yeah and it's okay either way no matter what kind of person you are but I would say that you and I kind of agree on that same aspect is, is just trying to test the waters, try to see what works and what doesn't because, you know, we only got one life and if you spend it doing something you hate, what's the yeah. point? And so. I think like that statement is something that people tend to like really recognize like what that means. Like you have one life, one, one life. Life is crazy on its own. It's crazy that we're here. The chances of us being born is like... 45 billion or like it's something ridiculous I saw the stat one day and I was like whoa <laughs> yeah. like that's nuts and then we get it once we get this experience once and it's like if you're content like working for other people or that's your goal and you want to climb a corporate ladder that's cool but it's also like society has pressured people like you and I into thinking it's not okay to always want more and that if you do want more you should want more of the same thing yeah. where like in my brain you and I are we want more of a lot of different things. We want to be able to experience different things. We yes. want to be able to change our mind on stuff. We want more change and like that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And 
people will throughout both of our lives will probably ask do you regret anything and I've thought about this question more times than I probably should but you know I don't because it allowed me to experience different things learn different things you know especially with traveling I haven't traveled nearly as much as you at this point but I do intend to travel and see the world and not for just you know the touristy aspects of it it's for the culture it's for the food it's for the people it's for not feeling stagnant Mm -hmm. like that feeling of constantly being able to see a new part of the world and like it's so big and there's so much to see and so much to experience that like for me it's hard to be in one place for a long period of time yeah and 80 years are isn't even enough time to see everything you don't even see the full full aspect no. of everything. And like this is totally weird, but Kyler and I, my boyfriend, were having a conversation with his mom like a couple weeks ago about death and how it's like kind of scary, but also like if vampires were real and somebody came out and said, yeah. Hey vampires are real and like you can live forever, do you want to be one? I'd be like, Yeah, totally. So <laughs> cause I want to visit every town in the world and I want to like see everything that I can I want to climb every mountain. I want to like learn to free dive and like dive all the shipwrecks in the world that I can't like you know like all of these things and it's like well I know I can't do that in the 80 to 100 years I'm allotted on this planet but like it still would be cool if I could and it's it's cool to want to still do that and see as much as I can in the time that I do have. oh absolutely and it's so funny that you bring that up because I had a similar conversation and it so happened it had to do with Twilight but (laughs) we won't we won't go into detail about that but my point being is is that I was jealous that the fact that Edward didn't have to sleep. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes, like, no. like, don't get me wrong. Yes. I love naps. I love naps. Lap naps are the best. But you know how much more I could get done in a day if I didn't have to sleep eight hours? Simply just not getting tired would be yeah. great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yep. If I yep. could just be like... Now is the time for me to sleep. Not like yeah. it hit 1 p.m. and my body's like, right. why are you so tired? Or it's like a robot that your battery die, like gets low, so you recharge it, but it's not every you know, 12 hours or something yeah. like that. You yeah. can get, get way more done. <laughs> yeah, like why is it so detrimental for yeah. me to stay awake for 48 yeah, hours? We have technology that lasts 36 hours. Why can't we last 36 yeah, hours heck? without having yeah. like a cup of coffee or caffeine in yeah, our Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'd see so much more of the world if I didn't have to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so that had to do with it. And just being able to be alive for a lot longer than what we have handed to us. At the same time though, here's a weird question for you. If you had unlimited time, would it be as important? That's that's like something I think about a lot too is because if it's not finite, then like what's your purpose? Yeah. But I think for me at some point I would I I feel like I would still go into it as I have a limited amount of time. I just think I would be less scared to do certain things. Like, I think I would still feel the urge to go see and do as much as I could. And like, I need to go to every town and meet every person on planet earth and like all of these things. But I think I would just wait for that feeling to die down. And then like, if you're a vampire and you rip your heart out and you die, then like, I'll decide. Like, then that's the point. You also have a little bit more time to enjoy each place too, because For example, Columbia, you were only there two weeks. And two weeks 
in our world right now seems like a lot just because we don't have that time to take. But in all actuality, two weeks is nothing. No. It's nothing. And imagining just spending a year there, a year Costa Rica or a year in Florida or a year, you know, just spend a little extra more time in those places and really get to know the location versus only seeing just you know, a shimmer of it. Yeah, exactly. I barely scratched the surface of Columbia being there. Like, everybody was like, well, did you go here? Did you go here? Did you go here? And I was like, no, I went these three places. Like, and they're like, oh, it's so cool that you went there. But like, you also have to go here. And I'm like, I would have loved to, (laughs) but like, I, you know, and it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I really want to go back to Columbia to see other parts of the country because it's beautiful. Like, and the hiking is next level. But, like, I'm also, like, there's so many other beautiful parts of South America, even, that I'm like, okay, do I go to Colombia again, or do I go to somewhere else in South America? But that, to me, I'm very grateful to have that, like, to have that be my big question, is do I go to the same place twice, or do I go somewhere new? You know, it's funny, because I went to Greece with some family when I came back from Hawaii, actually. It was uh, at the end of that year. It was... uh, what year are we in now? 2022. So it was 2020, I think, that we went. Um, but we only went for like five days. Nothing. That's for nothing. Greece. That's nothing. nothing. With travel time. Yeah. Nah. Well, I think it was five days with without travel. Okay. Um, but, but we still. spent we spent more time in New York actually than we did in Greece. But. Uh, besides the point, I appreciated the trip and it was beautiful. But. You know, it was not nearly enough time. And, you know, I'm like, technically I saw it, yes, but I have to go back. I have to. There's no way. I could not just be like, I'm content with being in Greece for only five days. Did you travel around Greece or were you just... So we went to Athens for like two of the days. Then we went to Santorini for a day and a half because we took the boat or the big... Yeah. It's like Like a a ferry. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so we took it over... We stayed the night and then we came back. That's so it was like a it was like a day and a half, I would say. Um, and we spent it in Santorini, and then I think there was another place that we spent a little bit of time, but not much. Most of it was Athens and Santorini, and it was so beautiful. The food was amazing. Oh my goodness! That's still like a lot of travel time, even in five days. Yeah. Oh like yeah. You're spending a lot of time that going from place to place. That ferry itself was like six hours or something oh like God. that. <laughs> I had no idea it was that long. Well, like maybe like more like three, but it felt like it, and I slept most of the time. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's huge. But that's like, you go that far, and you're only there for five days, and then you still like, are like, man, I wish I was there longer. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I still feel like I could have gone, like, I've never been to Greece, but I still feel like two weeks in Greece is still like... Not enough time. Yeah. No. Never. Because they have all the little islands too, which I didn't fully... Yeah. Like I knew that they did, but not however many they have. I'm a like, lot. dang, that's crazy. Yeah. I only went to one of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, it's crazy to think that technically I checked Greece off my list, but there's no way I could accept that that was all that yeah. I would go and see. I would well, and why was the again. trip so short? Like, well... <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's like, I understand people work, but I guess that's kind of like where... Actually, it's so funny that you bring that up because there was a a miscommunication on the tickets themselves. So we were actually only supposed to spend like two days in New York at the beginning and two days in New York at the end or something like that. New York was kind of just the middleman. Yeah. Um, But what ended up happening was that 
my aunt ordered like a Groupon for the tickets, so they were a bit cheaper. Plane um, tickets on Groupon? I th or a trip? I'm not honestly sure. I just, I've never heard of I that. And I'm like, that <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, should I be looking somewhere else for tickets to places? <laughs> it was like a, like a tour. So I think it okay. was like, okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe look into something like that. But yeah. uh, it was like a tour. And for some reason, when we showed up to the airport ready to go, they could not find us on the list. So they ended oh up having God. to refund the money from Groupon, but the money took like seven to 10 business days. So we didn't Naturally. get the money right away. So they still spent the money out of their savings to spend on the trip. And then eventually that money came back to them. So we had to, in a sense, spend less on the trip to Greece because, because of that situation. So it was a real weird misunderstanding of how the Groupon worked and how we were supposed to get the tickets. I yeah. I don't fully know because I was the one that ordered the tickets. All I know is there was a miscommunication. So what ended up happening is we just spent a little bit more time in New York and they bought the tickets anyway and we went and it was just like, like we still went so it was still yeah. good because at one point we were considering not even going because Yikes. we didn't have them. Yeah, um, yeah, because things got changed. Yeah, so it... It still ended up happening, which was good, but it it goes to show that like anything can happen. Yeah, and you're like just appreciate what for what it was. But then also, but I'm definitely going again. <laughs> yeah, but also it's like so I'm I asked like why did why was it so short and like obviously you booked it that way, but also it's like kind of really sad to think about that you book short trips to abide by a job. You know what I mean? Like I always mess up the saying, but it's like you don't live to work yes. you work to live yes like I, so to me it's like I, I would always get frustrated and I always made sure any job that I had it was like if I say I'm not going to be here I'm not going to be here you don't get yeah. to tell me that I'm going to be here by that motto or I try to be it's yeah. just sometimes man life gets in the way I tell you that but it's yeah it's scary because I, I continuously get into a comfortability, right? People get comfortable with yeah. what they are or yeah. where they're doing or what they're, you know, what they're about. And I do that for a couple months, Yeah, I say. And then I start to come back to myself and I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. Okay. Here but it's are. also like people get comfortable in the comfortable instead of getting comfortable in the change. Yes. Yes. Like, and that's, it's a little, it's nerve wracking. It's, yeah. It's, and it can it's, be. It's scary to change a lot of what you, cause a lot of people I think are nervous about the unknown. Yeah. People want answers. People want results. People want data. People want, you know, some sort of backup plan. You know, things don't always go to plan, but like at least have some sort of ground to stand on. And so if you don't have that, a lot of people don't make the jump because yeah. they're like, I have no idea. I don't have any answers to these questions. But that's life, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like things will change at home, too, even if you're comfortable. But it's like if you start to switch your mindset to being comfortable in the change or in the unknown, yeah. then you kind of give yourself a little bit more of an opportunity to progress in a way that maybe you haven't thought about or you get to meet new people that challenge your way of thinking there's like so many things that come into that that I'm, I'm still not the greatest at it I'm still not comfortable in the change all the time but even when I went to Columbia I got there and I was like oh way less people speak English here than I thought they would and I don't know Spanish I know more German than I know Spanish uh -huh. and so I was like how am I gonna get a cat 
web. Like, yeah, yeah. and I had my phone, so I used Google Translate a lot. And thankfully, all my friends that I met up with spoke Spanish, so it was like nice. But I still was like, oh no. And the, but and then on top of that, they live a wildly different lifestyle than I do. So it's like, I don't know what's polite, what's not polite, how sim- systems function. Like, and those are like hypercritical things that my brain thinks about. It's like I. Like, these people look at me and know I'm not from there. They know that I'm going to be clueless about half the things there. But it still was like I had to go, okay, I'm in a really weird place and I just have to be comfortable here and, like, know that nothing's going to happen. I'm going to be okay. I don't need to change my plane ticket and come home. I don't need to panic. Like, Well, and right there, it's a mindset thing. It's a mindset. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And when I travel, I feel like I'm a totally different human being. Oh, like. It doesn't matter if I'm traveling in the U.S. or if I'm traveling to South America or Europe or wherever. Like, yeah. Okay, so what is one of the biggest hurdles you've had to go through trying to accomplish your dreams and pursuing your dreams? Now, this could be a hurdle that you're technically still going through, but what did you do to overcome this hurdle if it was one that um, you've already accomplished? So... A lot of like what I went through in New York was like the pressure of being there. Like I graduated college and people were like, okay, go do something with it. And then you think you're prepared to do something with it and you you get to a big city or you get to this place or you're trying to seek out these jobs you've been told you can get once you graduate and then you're not getting them. And it's like, well, what do you do? So when I lived in New York, it was a lot of like, I wasn't making any money. Like I think I made like less than $20,000 when I lived there in that year. Oh, really? Paying, like, New York rent. Like, oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, New York is expensive. (laughs) Yeah, and I went with, like, $5,000 in my bank account, and then when I got there, like, I had to pay, like, double rent to move in. So, like, we were, like, I split it between my roommate and I, but I still, like, my half was still, like, $1,800. So that's $1,800 of my $5,000 that I saved. And then... It was like, I need a bed. There goes another $500 and like all of those things. So that was kind of a lot of pressure in a lot of different ways. And then it was like your family calls and they're like, are you doing big New York things? Like, are like, what's happening? Are you making a million dollars yet? And you're like, no, I have no sleep. I'm barely paying rent and I'm working six jobs. Like, this is crazy. And so like getting to the point where I had to recognize that it was okay to leave and it was okay to not have that dream anymore was like a huge thing for me, but something I'm really thankful I was able to walk myself through because I, my life would be very different if I stayed there. Like I swore up and down that I was gonna be there for three years and I was there for a little over a year and was like, no, I can't do this anymore. I can't live this lifestyle of no sleep, no money, no whatever, or like this constant state of like hustle that our culture tries to pressure us into. And New York is like heavy in that hustle culture pressure. Oh yeah. And So that was, like, really hard, but I was, like, that was a big hurdle for me to say, like, okay, I just need to leave this and, like, figure out something else. But I did walk away from New York with a ton of experience because I did so many jobs. And then, like, moving past that, like, Austria was great. It was unfortunate that, like, I, I, like, lost my visa or, like, I didn't get my visa approved. And looking back, that wasn't really, like, a hurdle as much as it was just, like, I think that was just how my life was meant to be. I wasn't meant to live there, even though that was okay. But it still was like a hard pill to swallow because I wanted to be there so bad. I wanted to live in another country so bad. But I also was trying to go to school again and I think I totally would have been burnt out if I did it. I don't think I would have wanted to do anything in my career field if I did it. 
Um, and then moving back to the U.S. and like we talked about earlier, my job that I lost because of COVID, it was like, that was a huge, huge, huge pill to swallow. Like I was coming off of like some family emergencies and quarantine and like I thought my job was together and I thought everything was okay. And then my boss just texted me, he was like, hey, can you call me? And I was sitting on this couch right here. Yeah. And he was like, hey, can you call me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I got on the phone with him and he was like, I have to let you go. After I worked like my whole day or like my whole morning, like doing all of these things for him. And I got his whole day in order. And he didn't give you a reason? He just said that they had budget cuts and they couldn't do it anymore. And I had just like hired a whole team of people for him and like, like kind of built these things in place that he didn't have prior to me being there. And then I brought in people that I knew could help me yeah. continue to build this. And then I just got let go. And so that hurt because I felt like I had put so much time in. Yeah. I mean, for minimal compensation, like now looking back, I should have been getting paid way more for what I was doing. I was a marketing manager for a commercial real estate company and I sold $45 million in property in the year that I was there. I marketed $45 million in property. Like that's insane. Yeah. And I got paid very minimal for it. And it was really hard to come to terms with losing the paycheck and like that consistent part of my life. Yeah. But it was also really, really, really eye-opening to just be like, wow, this is the first time in my adult life I have no obligations to another human being. Yeah. I have no obligations to anybody other than myself. Well, maybe that's just it. The hurdle is, is understanding what your obligations or what obligations and expectations do to a person. Yeah. Is that you have to kind of hurdle through what other people are expected of you or have told you to do there's always people that are gonna guide you or suggest certain things or teach you certain things of what's wrong what's right what what you need to do what's you know what to avoid but in the end everybody's timeline in life is going to be different so the hurdle is accepting that not everybody is in your shoes mm -hmm. if that's just it nobody is in your shoes yeah. And so you have to hurdle and figure out what you need for you, not for other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's something that I've really grasped since then is like I spent a lot of time really developing and like trying to grow with how I think of myself to myself, like the conversations I have with myself in my own head, because so yeah, we all talk to ourselves. That's yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We all should talk to ourselves, yeah. but it's how we talk to ourselves yes. is like a lot of. I feel like a majority of people, your narrative is negative. Your brain wants to be negative. And like, that's okay because your brain is trying to keep you safe. Your, your brain is being negative to keep, your, keep you safe. But sometimes you have to push but that and be like, you safe? well, it's keeping you safe from like, like, oh, I shouldn't go to Colombia because everybody thinks Colombia is like this cartel and it's dangerous and it's these things. So your brain is like taking all the subconscious information you've been fed from other sources mm -hmm. and just telling you like, no, don't do it. Or like telling you, you have to find another corporate job after you just lost your corporate job. So you're subconscious. So yeah. So your subconscious is saving you from what you think is going to hurt you from what other people have told you yeah, might hurt your you. subconscious, yeah, yeah, the negative parts of your brain and like how you think of yourself is all subconscious stuff that and influence is being, from other people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because imagine like 
when we're kids, we're five years old, three years old, we don't think about the drool on our chin. We don't think about spilling spaghetti all over our shirt. We don't think about, you know, getting dirt on our jeans or, you know, we don't think about those things because why? There's nobody pointing them out and making either fun or giving us a hard time or saying that it's wrong because we're kids. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting that you brought that up because I actually have a friend who she has a daughter and she's done a lot of research into like how to mold children to be free thinking and like all of these things that she wanted her child to be so she's like done a lot of research on like how children's brains develop and like all of these things and in her research she found and she shared with me that a lot of the times your subconscious narrative is what your parents put out about themselves so like if your mom says oh i don't want to take a picture of myself because of my double chin and like my body and all of these things you subconsciously whether you're speaking them out loud you're thinking those things to yourself like it's it's something you learned at that age where you're three four or five and you're like oh mom doesn't want to take a picture of me because she doesn't like her chin and then all of a sudden you're 25 and and you don't want to take a picture or you don't want to wear a bikini and you don't it's not that you don't really feel confident in yourself or that you're not beautiful in your own way or you're not all of these things but it's hard for you to accept that because everybody around you when you were growing up when you were developing yeah was saying they don't want something because of how they're insecure with themselves. Exactly. And yeah. so it's like, or how their insecurities were piled on from well, their parents. Well, that's the thing. When you're a child, you're absorbing everything like a sponge. Everything. Everything. Yeah. And that's why people are nervous about cussing and stuff like that. And, and you know, there's there's a list of things yeah. that parents can be very... But there's also you know, no like rule about. that rule book either. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no right way to raise a person. Everybody's in, oh, an individual. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's absolutely. Like, but there but are. I think consider being more mindful of how you're reacting around your kids because if you don't love yourself, how are you supposed to express that love and show that your child can love themselves as well? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one for sure. It is a really like hard pill to swallow, and it applies to so many things, but as I went through like losing my job, it was, I spent a lot of time trying to rewire my mindset and I still do. I still am trying to figure out different ways to deal with my emotions that I've never dealt with before. And like, so we could say even adding on to that part of the hurdle is learning to love oneself and really read yourself and who you are, not what other people what's my journey like what is your journey yeah Yeah. and that's that's what I spend a lot of time like trying to think about especially because my life is based around social media for the most part Mm -hmm. my business is based around social media so I have a lot of friends through social media and we all are doing roughly the same thing so we can you know we're hyping each other up and we're getting excited and we want to tell each other about our big wins but then it's also like sometimes all of your friends win at once and you're sitting in your corner it's not that you're not winning yeah you just didn't win in the same way that they did. Yeah. And sometimes it's like you have to sit back and just be like, okay, it's not my journey. Yes. Not that I'm good what at it all the time. What have I accomplished at this point for me? Yeah. Yeah. But then it's also really nice. people compare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The comparison game is huge. And then I've met so many creators online that do the same thing that I do. And we all get together And we all have things to rave about, about each other. Mm -hmm. Not that we don't encourage each other when we're not together, but 
when you are together, yeah. it's easy for my friends to be like, Nikki, you know photography, you know photography better than anybody else that I've ever met yeah. that's a creator. You know these things. And then it's easy for me to look at my friends like Crosby and be like, you know how to be a digital nomad. You are so organized and you know how to get people into this lifestyle that yeah. they want to be in. And it's easy for me to like, look at Drew and Alex, like another friend, like another set of friends that I went to Columbia with and just be like, you guys are so good at putting videos together and storytelling and traveling efficiently Everyone and all has of those their things. Own skill sets. Yeah. So it's like unfair for me to like sit and try and compare myself to Crosby and Drew and yeah, Alex. Because they don't have your skills but you yeah. don't have theirs. So yeah. It's just, they all sit and love yeah. my photography, but then yeah. I get to turn around and just like admire them and I get to talk video and storytelling with Crosby or with Drew and Alex and then with Crosby I get to talk about like different ways that I can make money that yeah. she knows how that I don't know about. Yeah. And absolutely. we get to share all of those things because we're all on our own journey and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yep. That is a big hurdle for I would say ninety nine point nine percent of uh, yeah. the Yeah. Like race. everybody yeah. I talk to, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. This is great. We've covered so much in so little time and yet so much time it's amazing now i would say the next question i have for you is is that what kind of advice would you give someone else that's trying to follow their dreams or that have not maybe you know they haven't made the jump or they're scared what would be your message to them so I think about this in like two different scenarios because I have had people come to me and say like, wow, I want to live your life. But I've also had people come to me and say, how do you find what you like? Like, how do you know what you like? So for the people who are like, oh, I want your life and I want this lifestyle is like, I always want to bring people with me, like people who feel stuck. Like every time I go home and I talk to certain friends, I'm like, you should just come live with me for six months and like, let's see how life is different. See if you like it. Or like, yeah. they're like, I want to live your life. And I'm like, come on, let's go. Like, I wish I could do that um, for everybody. But in a way, we have been given social media. So I would say follow people or go find people on the internet that live a life or have an aspect of their life that you aspire to and talk to them. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't send DMs to people that they follow or that are creators or have X amount of followers because they think, oh, they'll never answer or they're never going to relate to me or any of these things. But I'm constantly asking my followers, just send me a message. Like, let's talk. Let's do like, let's get you to another step. Like, let's talk through it. And that's what most of my DMs are is like people who do message me is it's a lot of like, how are you doing this? So a lot of the times I just keep telling people like one step at a time and keep bouncing ideas off of people that have the life that you are looking for or interested in the things that you are and you just want to make it your own or whatever and then for people who don't have an idea on how to find a dream or how to find something they're interested in is like if you see a friend passionate about something and let's say it's playing guitar go get a guitar and you try it and then maybe go follow a couple people on the internet that play guitar or go watch just a couple YouTube videos. Maybe you don't have to follow anyone. Go watch a couple YouTube videos or, you know, like just let that be kind of your spiral into finding things that you really enjoy. So then you can baby step into finding what your true dream is. Even if your dream changes, because like I said, mine 
pretty much every six months until like a year and a half ago, I changed what I wanted to do with my life. So it's okay to change, but it's also like okay to still have a ton of interests, but following your dreams, even if it's different one day from the next, is always going to be the most rewarding thing. It, it's never, you're never going to feel regret or upset that you tried something. Like, I will never say I wish I didn't move to New York, or I will never say I wish I didn't move to Austria, or that I didn't live with my mom again at 20-something for six months to get back on my feet because I wanted to take my life a different direction. Like, yeah, just try just even just the little things just try different things see what works see what doesn't yeah you know, it, you're not gonna know until you try yeah exactly and your dreams are yours and it doesn't matter if you're the millionth photographer on planet earth if you like photography you like photography yeah you do it because you love it yeah you do there's it for a, you yeah there's billions of restaurants on planet earth but that's not stopping the next person from opening a restaurant like yeah. So whatever it is, is like just baby step it. Like if you can only do one thing a day to get you closer to your dreams, then great. If you can only do one thing a month, one thing a year, that's stepping you in the right direction, that's okay. Like you'll get there. Like, And if you feel like you're not getting there fast enough or you feel like you have this expectation or other people have this expectation of where your dreams are like need to be, like really sit down and think about like, where you actually want to take it and how far you want to take it and then baby step backwards from there like yeah. you'll get there absolutely what is a myth about your expertise and your dreams you know what's something that you want to tell people kind of clear 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 it up you know clear the table and just kind of be like this is this is how it is for me and you might think one thing but this is how it actually is because part of my business is content creation slash influencing is that it's not a real job and that I don't do anything all day. And that is like absolute garbage. I literally don't have enough time in a day to get all of the things done that I want to get done to build on social media, to build my business, to make money, to make passive sources of income, to do all like, it is a full-time plus job. Like you are working 24 seven. My brain does not stop going. I constantly have ideas. I have notes everywhere in my phone. I wish I could outsource. Like I don't make enough money to outsource somebody to even answer my emails or answer DMs or answer comments on my social media channels. Like it's like, I don't know how else to show people or tell people that it is a job. Like, and some of my family members don't even understand. Like, they'll send me, like, job applications. Like, here, here's a job you could get working full-time for this company. And I'm like, no, like, why would I do, no. Like, <laughs> I have my own business. This is my job. This is what I want to be doing every day. Like, yeah. it's nice to have little side hustle things like I do. It's not a nothing job. It's not not a career. Like, it is a full-time gig and it is a lot to do as one person which is how pretty much everybody starts off as and to like lead into that further is that once you do have this following or you do start to grow your business in the way that you want it to do and you're really getting to that point where you're like yes I'm doing it I'm living my dream then the haters roll in and they say Oh, it must be nice to come from money. Oh, it must be nice to have a trust fund. I bet daddy has a lot of money he gives you. Like, what? Like, 
And most of the time this is coming from people who just genuinely don't know me and that's the internet. People hide behind the keyboards and screens and that kind of stuff, which is like, I'm never going to change that. But for 95% of the people that I see online and that I've met in real life, they're not coming from money. Yeah. I personally don't come from much. Like I grew up in a trailer park where a lot of bad things were happening outside of my bedroom window and the sewer pipe was broke all the time and we had to move in with my grandma because my mom couldn't afford to pay rent at a trailer like and I'm pretty sure it was like $300 or something like it was minimal like my mom couldn't afford to pay it and so we moved in with my grandma and then my stepdad came into the picture and really helped us at least get through high school and get through college and not by paying for college. Like I took out loans, my mom took out loans, $100,000 in loans. And he helped me by like making sure I could get into a loan forgiveness program when I graduated. And like making sure that there was money in my mom's bank account so that she could come visit me. And like those kinds of things. Like I don't come from money and a lot of people don't either. Like the traveling that I do is purely like my own my own earnings my own ability to do my own thing and just because I post on the internet about it doesn't mean I'm wealthy like I would say one of your main goals just as much as mine is just to inspire others to kind of go out and see the world you know yeah We're, we're not we don't come from money neither you or I and I think that sometimes people have a misconception because of social media and the way that social media kind of advertise certain lifestyles that everything is just peachy rainbows and unicorns but it takes a lot of work to get there you know like you have actresses actors shoot you know anybody you can put a dollar sign to has had to work for that name yeah they didn't start from they had to start from scratch they yeah. you know they they had to work up to get to that point just as much as any of us they just kept pushing and one of the times they just had their moment and here they yeah. are yeah and like we said earlier it's like everybody has their own journey so even if you do come from money and you travel the world like cool i'm so happy for you that you didn't have to jump through all the hoops that i've had to jump through because it's hard it's hard to keep going the more you have to jump the harder it gets but it's still really cool to see people just doing what they want to do no matter where they come from. But I just don't think it's cool to be assuming things of people when you just don't know. We're all jumping through our own difficulties, our lessons, you know, we're all, and what's crazy is we're all the same in that way. We're all struggling. We all have our own stories. We all have our, you know, demons in our closets, however you want to put it. But like we all are going through something in our own way. Yeah. The thing is, is not to discriminate towards someone for going through their own different Exactly, exactly. Like, you cannot discriminate against somebody for having to jump through more hoops or not having to jump through any hoops. Like, but how you react to what those people do, like, that's that's not cool. It's reaction, yeah. Yeah, if it's negative, it's not cool. Yeah, (laughs) oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Encourage others, if not just... 
There's, you know, it's crazy. At this moment, it kind of popped in my head. There's this song from Michael Jackson, actually, that kind of says, look in your own mirror. Like, kind of look at yourself before you expect to save or change the world. Yeah. Like, what are you doing for yourself? You know, do you love yourself? Do you love everything about yourself? You know, are you, you know, critiquing and growing for yourself versus pointing at everybody else and what they're not doing or doing? Yeah. You know, you kind of have to start the change with yourself yeah exactly and that's always my first thought every time I get like a comment or a dm where somebody is purely judging me based off of like their two second glimpse of glimpse of me in a reel it's like okay like I know you just have issues with yourself yeah like I can't I don't ever really get mad at it it's like sometimes I want to explain it because I feel like maybe there's people that follow me that think that they don't think negative of me but they do think that I didn't have to jump through some hoops based off of like what they're seeing on the internet but at the end of the day I still just look at those people that are sending those comments and just think like wow I really hope one day that you're able to like open up a little bit and like really look at yourself and spend time trying to figure out how to be a better person because every day my whole goal is to just be a better person Yeah. yeah like well, and I feel like if you're so focused on you and yourself and finding happiness for yourself, you're not as worried about what other people are doing. I know. No, I'm because not and then on top of that, if you're wor- if you're just working on yourself and trying to find happy for you, happy finds you. Yeah, yeah. The people you end up oh, being yeah. surrounded by are happy people. Yes, yes, yes. We could. We could definitely go into a whole conversation with just that alone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I totally understand that. Exactly. All right. So I would like to know, what is one of the things you do enjoy most about your venture? I get to create art and art that people want to talk to me about. I get to create art in so many different aspects, and it brings more people to me, and I get brought to more people. I get to just talk to people every day if I'm not creating I'm talking to people about creating or I'm talking to people about their dreams and their goals and all of these things so it's like even if that's in person I get to meet other creators or if I'm spending eight hours DMing people I get to talk to people all the time about my art and my passions and my dreams and try and intertwine that with theirs too and I think that's pretty cool I think it's a most important aspect of everybody's life and adventure is being able to talk to others that also enjoy your passion because I tell you what whenever I talk about certain things I light up yeah I light up just like just like a Christmas tree or just a light bulb I just I shine bright yeah. I'm like so excited I'm so pumped to talk yeah about it. and when you find other people that just understand you and understand the passion and have the same passion you guys just light up like you know a whole city there's just yeah. like it's like you're making a little parade yeah. in your life of like all of these people that it's this like electricity energy that just flows within all of us that like when we connect it just that all that positivity and all of that just love and happiness and that laughter and smiles and stuff like that it just makes it so much more bearable and livable and worth it like yeah you go through a day let's say you know I've had my fair share of like customer service jobs and 
my God, I love talking to people. I am a, a social butterfly, you know, at heart. But it's very difficult to go to a place that doesn't see you. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You're and, just ahead. You're, yeah. you're a floating body, like, yeah. checking people out at a cash register or bringing them their meal. You're not like a human being who has a life. You're yeah. just like this person who exists here. Not that there isn't ways to find happiness in those things, because I know people who love serving. Yeah. There are people in the world whose like entire passion is to be waiting tables. And that's cool, because I love it. I love doing it. It's like not something that I want to do forever, yeah. but it is really cool. Yeah, because absolutely. I do get to have those really good tables where I get to joke with them and yeah. like they'll ask me about my life and like yeah. you know that kind of stuff is really really cool. But then it's also cool to be able to leave that at work and come home and you know yeah. work on this dream and DM people who are passionate about something else. I would say everybody that's pursuing their venture, their passion, their dreams will always kind of result to just being able to share that with the world and yeah. being noticed and seen for that. Yeah. It's special. Yep. Needs a lot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I would agree with you on that one. If I was asked that question, I would I would say the same. Just being able to share the same happiness and passion and just yeah. the overall positivity that any like you said before in the previous question is just spreading happiness you find happiness and the happiness comes to you it's all in one like yeah you think it's separate but it's really not it's no all comes together yeah it really does and like for me that was like a true launching pad of me feeling like oh i'm doing the right thing too like after losing my job and deciding to start this business and i took a trip to hawaii and I was supposed to stay with somebody else and they bailed on me and I had already bought the ticket. And this girl, who's now one of my best friends, had been following me on Instagram for a while and she was like, hey, when you come here, can we hang out? And I was like, hey, do you know anybody with a room or a couch I can sleep on? Because yeah. this other person bailed. And she was like, yeah, you can stay at my house. Just teach me some photography stuff. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And we ran through the airport like screaming at each other like we were long lost friends and yeah. everybody in the airport stopped and we had like literally only talked on FaceTime for like 20 minutes <laughs> and like a few DMs yeah. and I got there and it was like a full like love reunion <laughs> yeah. and then like now she's one of my best friends in the whole world but like that was really a launching pad of like okay no like this community and this interest that I have that I get to put on the internet and share with people yeah. has only brought me more people to be happy with yeah like I've met so many people through the internet and I like I have yet to meet somebody where I'm like ooh, we are not on the same page yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you know what I mean yeah. but it was just like I was like yeah this made me so happy that trip made me so happy meeting Sarah made me so happy yeah and everybody I met you since then is just towards, yeah it's yeah. one happy day after another I mean yeah. not all the time but like yeah when I do really get to have those days where I'm like yes this is it it's so good. Yes, I would agree. Absolutely. Okay, so this is Mark and I's favorite question of the interview. And I'm super stoked to see what you have to say to it because... I'm like already laughing. Because <laughs> I feel like you're going to laugh at me. I'm so curious. I So we came up with this idea that if you were to have tea with someone alive or dead... Who would it be and why? And I think the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because 
in the tea circle we join together and we talk about you know mainly positivity and growing and just all around good vibes positivity you know that's that's the goal here but you know it's possible that the person that you want to have tea with you know maybe it's not positive maybe it is you know but it's just the question on who and why so who would be the person that you would have tea with alive or dead and just sit down with them and have a heart-to-heart conversation with i'm i'm gonna try not to laugh when i say this uh but i am a huge fan girl of taylor swift okay oh yes okay. okay this is like not just because i'm a fan girl but like having tea with taylor swift would be pretty freaking rad okay like i'm a huge fan i've been a huge fan of taylor swift's like my whole life like as soon as i knew who she was i'm like yes like (laughs) with you for life okay so like to have the fangirl moment would be really cool but i also have mad respect for her business skills like she is a true businesswoman and like everything that i've seen and i know is like dang like come on she took like a whole set of drama between her and a bunch of other celebrities and turned it into like a sold out stadium tour like world stadium tour sold it out on the back of an album where she like talks about and sings about all of these bad things that have happened in her life and how she worked through all of it like that's pretty freaking cool to be able to twist your feelings into this art instead of like spreading more hate like you're like instead of coming out and like doing all these interviews where you're you're trying to make your side of the story seem more important than the other person's side of the story and like all of these things. And then you turn around and you make it into art and then you sell it out everywhere that you're like you're putting it out into the world and you're spreading a positive message is like so cool to me. It's so cool. I think like the business side of who she is and like what she stands for is really, really, really neat. Like I, I look up to it a lot. I think like Like, I'm sure she has, like, days where she's like, well, what am I doing? And, like, she's come out and said, like, sometimes the media just makes her want to quit and, like, crawl into a hole and never be seen again. And, like, that's understandable. I can't imagine, like, that level of, like, people being invaded into my business and my life. But it's really cool to watch her navigate that, and I admire it so much. Like, she just wants to spread positivity in so many different ways. But she also really wants to be successful, and she wants to like pursue all of her dreams and she has like since she was really young she built all this up and like has made this crazy empire like she's iconic and it's like so 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 cool and like I'm not aspiring for that level of fame and like money and life but it it would just be neat to like talk to her and see how her brain functions like have conversations like this where it's like yes whoa Yes. whoa I see how your brain got there but like how did it do that yeah. like you know and to maybe like hear about how she talks to herself about yeah her dreams and her goals and you know like what the people closest to her have done like positive or negative to help her get there yeah. you know yeah. like that's really 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 neat to me and on top of that, she also likes to bake cookies, and I'm sure they're pretty freaking good. So tea okay, cookies so, would be great. So you could bake cookies and drink tea or, or you know, yeah. hot cocoa or something yeah, together and yeah. just chill and talk. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool. I think the whole experience all around would be really, really neat. Yes. But 
Yes. Yeah, I just, I really admire, like, everything she does, like, advocating for people and, like, who she is as a person and, like, the things she stands for and, like, how she turns that into art and applies it to, excuse me, to her business and stuff. Like, I think that's just really neat and I admire it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick because it's someone that's already successful and already at the top and to be able to pick their brain just any successful you know celebrity I guess at this point uh you know whether actress singer anybody Mm -hmm. at this point uh you know speaker uh show host you know they've been through a lot and they've but they they're at the top now and just to be able to pick their brain and just see how they got there yeah and you have to be like an entirely different kind of person to yeah oh yeah to be at that level and to take that in and the things that you have to do to grow to be that person too because I'm I'm telling you right now there's no way Taylor Swift is the same person she was when she was a teenager oh definitely not definitely like even the way she handles interviews like she used to call her ex-boyfriends out and not all of them but like you know there were a couple times that she like I think, I don't know, it was like maybe Joe Jonas or something. Somebody broke up with her via text and she called him out in an interview. (laughs) And then like a decade later, she was like, I really shouldn't have done that. Like, who did I think I was doing that? You know, like, and not that it really like ruined her career or anything, but it is interesting to also see she has perspective on things where she was like, ooh. Yeah, she's grown as a person. Yeah. 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 Just like we all do. Like it's, it'd be really neat to like kind of see like behind the scenes things that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She has built up or you know it's so funny too because they i think taylor swift taylor swift has a a a movie on her yeah uh, like her tour and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but it'd be so interesting to see more more in detail not just about her singing and her tours but like yeah a documentary but she does she does have a documentary oh does she yeah so it's i believe yeah, so she has the Reputation Stadium tour, which is, like, the tour movie that's on Netflix. Yeah. And then there's also uh, Miss Americana, oh, okay. where she really breaks down, like, some of the big public eye trauma things that oh, she's she been through. Oh, she gets to talk through Yeah, it's all. She, oh, she like, good, produced it with good. Netflix and, like, did good, all the, good. like, that kind of stuff. Because sometimes, you know, like, you could have a documentary, but someone else plays you. <laughs> you yeah, <know> <laughs> no, this is, like, all firsthand. Like, they follow her around. She had, like, a camera crew follow her around for quite a bit of time and like through the election like through elections in Tennessee and like her political views and how she started to make a stand towards those things because she never had and like the world was making up this narrative of who she was and what she supported and she finally grew into this like no like my PR people have always been telling me like don't say that like just yeah. smile and laugh and yeah. like yeah. you're a lady nobody wants to hear your political opinions and like these kinds of things and she finally got to the point where she was like no yeah. because they're making this narrative about me that's not true and I have a platform where I can I can change people's like or help make a change in a different way yeah. Yeah. and like she made one one of her first um political posts where she posted something herself on the internet she was telling people to go register to vote. The next day, there were more people in that like 18 to 25 age range that registered 
in like a 48 hour period than had in like the previous year or something like that. Like it was crazy. Like she did that and it was like the next 48 hours number spiked of voter registration because she has that platform and she was like, yeah, I just, I need to do something with this. And she didn't care about security threats and she didn't care about like what like people were going to say. Well, that's the hurdle that she had to jump through that she had to do for herself. Yeah, exactly. She had to realize that it was... It was her, and she's the yeah. voice, not the people that are behind the scenes yeah. telling her what to do or not to do. Yeah, exactly. And she, like, I don't know, I w- I'm going to suggest that you go watch this documentary. It's actually really eye-opening because she talks about, like, political things. She also talks about eating disorders and, like, like different things like that. And yeah. it really is, like, she obviously isn't going to tell you everything in her whole life story in it. Yeah. But it is, like, she hits a lot of things that she's yeah. never really talked about before. Yeah. And, like, kind of how she struggled through that. And then, like, there are really raw clips of like moments where she had to like do that in front of camera yeah well and that's just it you have the eye of the paparazzi and then you have the eye of the actual you know yeah and everybody's gonna twist everything like it doesn't matter you know oh yeah but like even my brother watched it my brother like and he has two daughters and like they were like yeah it was really good and it's not like he doesn't like taylor swift but like he watched it and he goes yeah there's a lot of messages in there for women and yeah. especially young women. And yeah. it's really, really neat to see somebody just come out and be a little bit more raw like that. Oh, absolutely. I think more more of them should do it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. not not for the numbers and the paycheck. Oh, yeah, no. But for... Just kind of be up front and be like, yeah. this is what it is. Yeah. This is how it is. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, it's not all rainbows and unicorns like everybody. Yep, know? it's not. It's yeah. not for, like, there's no one in the world who just walks around like, wow, butterflies and rainbows. Like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Yep. All right. So, listeners, if you didn't hear, Taylor Swift is the lady that she would like to sit down and have tea with and possibly even cookies and uh, just kind of have a heart-to-heart with her. So, Taylor Swift, if you ever listen to this podcast... You know, shout out to uh, Nikki Tomlin. Call me. Have, call me. <laughs> call her and have some tea with her. <laughs> All right. So this next question I like a lot. And it kind of has two questions, two parts. It's a two-parter. But I think it's an important question to ask because, you know, we go day in, day out. We hustle, we hustle, we hustle. But what keeps you afloat? You know, so my question to you is, is what are some of the things that keeps you motivated and focused to keep going, to keep pushing for your dreams and your goals? I feel like I might not be the best person to ask this question to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I definitely, I definitely am motivated and I definitely do like accomplish a lot of my goals and stuff, but um, I do have spurts where I'm like, I sit on my couch for a week and I watch Netflix and I don't do anything. <laughs> and then my emails pile up and I miss opportunities because I don't answer them. Like, you know, but that happens to everybody. I think there's like, that comes into like your mindset and that kind of stuff too. Um, but I have gotten better at that. I've gotten better at like, no, don't turn Netflix on at lunchtime or you're going to watch Netflix for the rest of the day. Okay. Um, but like just recognizing that I think is a big way for me to stay on track and to stay motivated. But a lot of it too is like, I have a lot of really great friends that I've met. Like we talked about them, um, earlier that 
I just, I, I want to continue to grow through life with them and, you know, we're going to grow in different directions, but I still like want to be proud of them and like be excited for them. And I want them to feel the same way towards me. So like that keeps me pretty motivated. My family keeps me pretty motivated. Like all of the people that follow me on the internet keep me motivated, but it is a lot of like, I'm sitting in my apartment by myself all day. So I really have to like find things that keep me motivated. So sometimes I like switch up where I'm working in my house or I, you know, try and find different bits of inspiration online because sometimes I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm like, wow, I'm seeing the same thing over and over and over again. So I'll like find a different thing to search, something that I've been interested in, something to be inspired by. Or if like I can't find anything, I'll just shut it off. I won't, I won't check into social media for a while because I just need to take a break and not feel like I'm just taking in the noise. Um, but like those kinds of things keep me going. And then like also just being like, do I want to be in this place forever? Like how many days can I be? Yeah. How many days can I be in this place before I'm like, okay, what's next? You know? And it's like, Not that I can't be grateful for where I am because I am like every day I wake up and I journal and I talk about the things that I appreciate and like what's like happy for me that day or something that I'm celebrating. And sometimes it is just like I fed my cats breakfast and they all ate in the same three feet of each other and that was really cute. Like, but some days it's like I get to wake up and I get to go help Kyler with like a photo shoot and then I get to go do this interview with Devin and like, you know, I get to have these days where like things are a little extra exciting towards my goals and I just think about those things as like, how can I apply the little things like my cats all eating together to my next dream? And so like I try and think of that a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy because animals have a certain motivation in their own way, of course, but like the love and just, you know, they are kind of a, uh, I don't even have the words right now. But a silent they, support system. It is a support <laughs> yeah. system. Exactly yeah. what I'm looking for. They, they keep it going somehow, even without the words. They just, yeah, they just kind of keep your heart all warm and cozy and toasty (laughs) yeah exactly and it's also like really cool to have something that's like consistent in your life but not like not like a relationship you have like you have to verbally commit to like it's also really nice to just have cats that I wake up to in the morning I know exactly what they're gonna do every day and I know when they're gonna come and want pets from me and like I I also don't have to like really like, I have to commit, but it's, like, committing from a different place. And sometimes when it's just yourself and you're alone in your apartment or house or wherever and you have your dog or cat or iguana, in this case, they're home waiting for you. Yeah. After a long day, they're there Well, and even think no about matter like, what. Even the pandemic, like, think about how many people were just stuck in their house for six months yeah. with nothing to take care of, <laughs> with nothing else alive inside four yeah. walls with them. Even like, plants. Plants are yeah, good, too. Yeah, people went crazy with plants <laughs> yeah. during the pandemic. It's, like, a huge thing. I follow a bunch of plant people on TikTok, too, because I'm like, it's so cool that you can keep plants alive. I literally have these pothos this all of these plants come from the same plant i can't keep anything else alive okay i'm like propagating the one plant okay <laughs> but like yeah there's like 10 around my house like i can't 
like keep anything else alive but it's also like really cool to be like oh i gotta water my plant because my plant's gotta stay alive like yeah. and it's like giving me fresh air and yeah. filtering my air and like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that yeah but it's also like cool to have these cats that like i get to chase around my apartment yeah. and like Play just do these like silly little things and there's no like and they have their own personality too so that yeah. comes out and you're like oh so cute yeah yeah <laughs> you just turn around and you're like oh you how would you get there you make so me smile and yeah. and that happiness comes out yeah 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 they're Absolutely. so cute yeah even if it's not happiness maybe it's just the comfort of just like i've there's been times where i just need to cuddle and yeah. my pets are the first one I go to. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. Like I just sometimes I just get up and I walk around and I go pet all of them, give them a little kiss on the head. Then I go back and I sit down at my desk and I go, Oh, okay, I took a deep breath. I've been sitting at my desk not breathing for five hours. But now I just took a breath. So with that I would say that like some of that goes with self care too. Yeah. Um, what would you say if you have any other self care tips or things that keep you kind of saying for yourself you know you kind of I know you do yoga yeah that's, yeah that's a good one I've actually sure. I need to get back on the yoga wagon so bad like <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm I've fallen off of it um which usually happens when I travel but it's all right actually I did yoga like a lot in Colombia, but then I got nice. home and stopped oh, okay. I don't know what the heck that was about but yeah um yeah I like movement is something that I know really helps my sanity sometimes it's really hard to like get up and do it yeah but after like i i never regret oh yeah. getting up and doing once it. I you mean, get going you're going yeah right. exactly yeah. oh yeah so like definitely that kind of stuff um i take long showers I, oh, that's yeah. like a bad habit that i need to get out of because <laughs> i have endless hot water here i can sit in that shower for way too long <laughs> but like like long showers where i just kind of am like in my zone like you know for whatever reason i sometimes i have like the best thoughts in the shower like i'll just be like washing my hair like oh yeah i just have the greatest business idea yeah, or epiphany or yeah, yeah something yeah. like something connects and then i'm like yeah. well, why in the shower yeah like but that's you know that's just how things come to you it happens to me when i'm doing yoga and working out too it's like if you yeah. give your body something else to do yeah it's it's really nice to it kind of clears your mind so other stuff can come in though because yeah. i feel like when you go through your day you're you're so jam-packed with a bunch of thoughts about certain things that when you're either showering or yoga or running or, you know, just active fitness, you know, that's a huge plus. Um, but just one of those self-care items allows you to kind of clear that mind. Yeah, it could be doing Let, a puzzle. Yeah, and just letting that room come back in and being like, okay, now there's room for other things to come in, yeah. like ideas, thoughts, yeah. you know, epiphanies, you know, I, you know, just uh, brainstorming in, in a sense. Uh, but I feel like our brains kind of shut down throughout the day. So being able to do those uh, self-care items, would you say are more beneficial to you when you do them in the morning or before you go to bed in the morning yeah. like by the time I'm going to bed it's like I'm totally like the day is done you can't get me to do nothing else like <laughs> I'm gonna go scroll TikTok for 15 minutes at least try to keep it at 15 minutes and then I'm gonna go to sleep yeah. and then I'm gonna turn on some Harry Potter or Riverdale or something and I'm gonna go to sleep now here's a thought if you let's say took, well, we'll keep it simple, two self-care items, right? Two self-care activities. 
one in the morning and then one at night. You think that one at night would help you sleep better at night? Because I have a feeling that some people, like myself, I'll admit that I struggle sleeping at night. I actually sleep better during my naps, actually, and I don't always get a nap. So, yeah. But that being said, I, I, I do struggle. I toss and turn. My mind is very busy, even when as tired as I am as, after such a long day. I don't sleep that great. So do you think that it could benefit doing both, not just the morning? I think depending on as I, well. Yeah, I think depending on the person. So like some people can't shower in the morning because Oh, that's true. That's you true. You know, and yeah. and some people can't shower at night because it wakes them up. Like Yeah. And I'm definitely like one of those I mean, now I've gotten to the point where I'm like I shower whenever like I'm good, but it used to be like I couldn't shower at any point other than at night because I would be like asleep after I got out of the shower. Really? Interesting. Yeah. But so like for me, cause sometimes I try and do yoga before bed, but then it's like, even if it's a relaxing yoga and like, I'm watching a video with like nice calm vibes and like the voice isn't like, woo, we're waking up for the day. Or like, it's yeah. like just really chill. I get done and I'm like, hi, I'm awake. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. You know, yeah. it'll like end in fetal position. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to get up and work for another four hours. Like, and it's 10 o'clock at night. Like yeah. I can't. I, I would have to agree with that motive. Like the motivation to work out in the evening is, can be difficult for most just because, you know, those endorphins most of the time skyrocket. And so that kind of gets you going and in a sense hyper. Yeah. Uh, so when I work out, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And when you work out, you're ready to go. So yeah. it's even, even if it's the calmest of workouts, it definitely gets your body moving and active and then it gets your mind active and just ready to take on the world. And yeah, I think exactly. That's what's so important about working out, but everybody's different. But I would say that for most that I've talked to is working out in the morning is the best self-care action that you could take because you start your day off positive, refreshed, clear-minded, and you're ready to take on the day. Yeah. I will say like sometimes for me, if I do like workouts, like first thing in the morning, I'm putting in minimal effort because I'm like still <laughs> happy. Yeah. You still have to wake up a little bit. Yeah. yeah so sense. like, I do think that for me, like ideally, cause I, I did recently start meditating or trying oh, to, good. it's like, I still don't even think I really fully grasp the idea. (laughs) I do a lot of guided meditations, but like it is like something like I get down and I'm like, okay, like I've kind of like actually assessed how like I felt like starting the morning because sometimes I wake up and I'm like a ball of nerves and then like sometimes I wake up and I'm just angry and then like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, it's a new day or like I think it's a new day and really I'm just like, ah, like screaming inside. But like I think ideally it would be good for me to like meditate journal like maybe have a snack and then I could work out like the sun needs to be like fully up and like (laughs) my eyeballs need to be fully open first (laughs) like you know so sometimes mid-morning is like best for me you know based off of meditation that's a whole other conversation I could get into that yeah it could I could get carried away but for me I am definitely trying to make it as a a daily routine for myself. Yeah, same. And most people, from what I understood, the perception that I had for meditation when I 
before I even started meditating is that you had to meditate for like an hour oh. or a half hour or this whole long time of just being in your own mind. And I was like, this would be very difficult for me. But the thing is, is I think that most people um, forget that you can start off small. Like, oh, yeah. I've been doing like 10 minutes. Like I think today see, was the first. Five. Yeah. And the fir like the first time that I did anything more than 10 minutes, I think was either today or yesterday, and I did 15. Oh, okay, yeah. But like, You just work yourself up to yeah, it. Yeah, but like for me, the part that I don't understand is like where you're supposed to be placing your mind. I mean, I think it's different for everyone. There but... are multiple versions of meditation. So the one I started with was just complete silence, focusing on my breathing, doing the practice of just finding your home base which is finding a certain spot that you focus on mainly either your breathing or your heartbeat which I controlled on focusing on my heartbeat and then the more that I did it I was like okay well sometimes my mind just gets carried away <laughs> and I can't help myself so I actually changed the way that I'm meditating now the last uh, week actually I just started uh, but I do it for about five minutes and I set the timer on my my watch and it buzzes when it's done But I close my eyes and I still am sitting in the meditation position but I actually and it's so funny because I have the episode that I just posted on last Tuesday of it being about affirmations and okay. with that comes my meditation so I'll sit down either you can say it out loud or you know invertly to yourself mm -hmm. but saying things like I am beautiful I am strong yeah. I I this is my day mm -hmm. I am going to make it a great day yeah you know certain things like that so it's not necessarily you know the general definition of meditation but it's my form of meditation and I think that there's like three or four different types of meditation that you can implement in your in your yeah. practice but for me I'm starting out with that because that's what I know and that's how I can stay focused for five straight minutes without getting distracted because I'm talking to myself yeah. versus being like okay here am I sitting in silence there was a crack at the door. I wondered that was going on. Did I do the laundry? And then it just gets carried away. Oh my gosh. And I don't. <laughs> I've had days where like I can't keep my eyes closed and I'm yeah. like moving around yeah. and like doing all this stuff and it's like still playing and I'm like, well, I'm not even trying at this yeah. point. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then the five minute buzzer comes on and I'm like, oh God, I didn't even meditate. I just sat yeah. there thinking like a normal. Yeah, exactly. So, but I've also had days where like the 10 minutes is like, like yeah so fast oh, exactly and I'm like so whoa maybe it's just based off of how you're feeling in that morning and like just like anything else push towards your strong suits what you're best at yeah for me I'm best at thinking so I'm gonna think about what's positive for my meditation yeah. versus trying to stay completely quiet yeah I will eventually get to the point where I don't constantly think and I can kind of shut my brain off but until then I'm going to slowly work myself into yeah. it by just working on affirmations because yeah. that in itself is a task at and yeah. trying to positively give myself love and talking myself through yeah you know being me <laughs> yeah I think like that's kind of what I found interesting between like meditation and yoga is sometimes I feel like when I'm doing yoga 
I've found deeper meditation. There are actually versions of yoga that include yeah. meditation. Yeah. Which like now that I'm kind of learning about meditation and trying it and then I go and I do a yoga video or something on YouTube, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, like this whole time they've been like subconsciously, at least for me, subconsciously teaching me like meditation. And so like sometimes I'm like going through a flow and I'm like, I'm just here and I'm flowing and life is good. Yeah. And then like I get done and I'm like, where did that 20 minutes go? And what did I just do? But then I'm like, okay, cool. And then like, I'll sit down and try and meditate. And I'm like thinking about all the things I'm doing (laughs) in the day. And I'm like, I need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yoga is like, they have different versions of yoga as well. Yeah. Just like meditation. But yoga does have a form of, and I can't, of, of course, for the life of me, remember the name, but it is a yoga that includes meditation within its practice. Yeah. And so if you need to, maybe just focus on the yoga as its meditation. Yeah. And that is your meditation versus trying to do both. But either, you know, either one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, everybody has their own version. But I definitely think it's very important to consider, you know, just kind of trying to clear that mind a little bit more. Yeah. And sometimes that fitness and working out is a person's form of meditation. Just kind of like zoning out, listen to music. And And sometimes you have to change that up too. Like I've done workout programs for six months and then all of a sudden I can't do them anymore because I'm bored and I don't like it. Yeah. So then it's like, I got to switch to something else. You change. Yeah. Yeah. But you just constantly evolve and grow and just listen to your body and, Mm -hmm. and listen to what your body needs because Yes, you're right. That like six months down the road, that affirmations might not work for me because I already know I'm beautiful and strong <laughs> yeah. and amazing. Yeah, and I only have to say it to myself so, once a week yes. instead of every day. Yeah. yeah, so I already know this about myself, so I need to move forward and change up the system. Yeah. But it's so funny because you you mentioned uh, you have your eyes open during a meditation at one point. Um, that is also a form of meditation if you sit and like kind of look at one place on not necessarily a wall but like yeah but like focus on a point yeah, yeah. that's a point of that's a that's a version of meditation yeah like well. my eyes are open and then I'm like looking yeah at my cats yeah. and I'm doing and all this carry, and like yeah. I can't focus but like I have found that for whatever reason I can like if I count forwards and backwards or like to and from 10 yeah in German oh. with each breath if I count the breath yeah like typically my meditations go by like like I'll just be like oh 10 minutes is gone cool great and I just sat and counted to 10 over and over and over and over again yeah and like but then I'm just like like it's a whole new world now and like I get to take that breath and be like how did I feel through all of that like what yeah came out of that now that I'm opening my eyes and things are back to reality people think that meditation is very serious and very unattainable but it's actually like I find that people probably meditate more than, frequently than they think they do. They just don't yeah. define it as meditation. Yeah, and you also don't need to, like, know everything about meditation before you start. Like, well, you can meditate in the shower. Yeah. You don't necessarily like, have to be in that Maybe that's what I've been lake. doing this whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't necessarily have to be in that cross-leg position to meditate. You can, you know, close your eyes in the shower and just feel the, you know, water trickle yeah. down your body and just be like, okay, this is me. This is... Who yeah, or outside and it's right the now. wind and the sun yeah. and, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, like all of those things. Oh, I've had my fair share of, you know, a different version of meditation. But, like, while I'm hiking and I get up to the very top of the mountain, I just take it all in and holy crap, that is, 
If that's not meditation, I don't know what yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing exactly. feeling. Exactly. It feels feeling. so good. Yeah. All right. So that's all some really good information that we just uh, gathered here. I guess to summarize it up, just do some self-care for yourself. Shower, yoga, meditate, you know, a little bit of everything. But one of the key things I think that Nikki just mentioned was to stay active. Get your body moving because especially with COVID, especially with just, you know, working from home, you know, working at a nine to five at a desk for eight hours or eight plus hours, you know, it can be really hard on your body and your mind. You need to be able to stay active, get moving. It's really good and healthy for the soul. Um, so moving into the next question, Nikki, I, I'm not really sure how I want to word this, but I just bear with me. (laughs) (laughs) In every dream or goal, I guess, ideally, there's a finish line. There's a light at the end of the tunnel where you say that I've accomplished this goal. Even if it's continuous and you can still continue, it's not like it comes to a halt. But is there, you know, a light? Is there is there a finish line for you that you're trying to accomplish overall to say, hey, I've made it. I've officially accomplished my goal and I'm here where I wanted to be. Yeah, I would say there's like a few things that feel pretty like this is what I want. This is what's going to like make me feel good. And these are things I've always thought about. So like I want to make sure my mom has a place to live, like no strings attached, no like, she doesn't have to deal with a landlord. She can do whatever she wants to the house. Like, there, like, there's so many. Like, I just want to give my mom a place that she's taken care of and she's comfortable. And, like, she gets to do whatever the heck she wants. Yeah. And my stepdad and maybe anybody else in my family who's going to need that, you know, depending on how life goes. But, like, that's a big goal of mine. And another really, really big goal of mine is to be able to take each of the people closest to me, like my family members, on, like, a trip that they never thought that they would like my sister really wants to go to Greece and I like want nothing more than to be able to bring her to Greece one day and like my mom's always wanted to go to Ireland and I want to be able to bring her there and like that kind of stuff like those are pretty like yeah I've made it I've done it and like individually to not include anybody else is like I just want to be comfortable financially I don't want to be in a point where I'm like living paycheck to paycheck or or job to job or like worried that my freelance isn't going to make enough money for me this month or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think those are all like pretty big things that I'm like, okay, yeah, I've done it. And like career specific things, I, you know, I think it'd be cool to like photograph a cover for a magazine. I think it'd be cool to like work with a really big tourism board or an airline Like, those kinds of things, I think, are pretty big, like, that would be, like, really awesome. Like, I'm not going to beat myself up if I never do, but I also am, like, that's something to aspire to, and I think there's, like, bigger things within that that I will find accomplishing those or, like, reaching for those, but ultimately, I think my biggest goal with my venture in my business and, like, my lifestyle is when it's my day to die... I did everything I could to pursue every dream that I ever dreamt of. Like, so for me, it's, it's the end of life and being happy with everything I did. Okay. So 
not to get all dark on this <laughs> subject, but if you, I always told myself, you know, if I were to die tomorrow, would I be happy with what I mm-hmm. tried or accomplished or at least put forth in the world so far? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, for me, I probably would be like, Damn it! Like I was so <laughs> close to so many other things. Oh yes, <laughs> but You're like, like dang it, I had like twenty more years at least to get this stuff done. <laughs> yeah, like dang. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't. I do think that like if I were to die tomorrow, I'd still be really proud of myself for at least putting the effort in that I did. Like of course, I think there's days where I'm like, well, I probably could have put a little bit more effort in, or like a couple other things, but like. Not anything that's catastrophic to me. Like, yes. I think if I died tomorrow, I'd still be like, well, I went and saw what I could of the world, and the universe decided that today was my day. Yeah. And um, I would just, like, let that be my happy ending. It's not what I'm picturing now, but, yeah, like... Of course. You know, I yeah, hope to we, be, like, 150. Well, we can never control when that happens. No, but, exactly. But at least you're putting forth the effort that you need to. So... If that day comes, you you don't have any grits, and you don't yeah. you can you can say happily that, hey, you know, I did all that I could in the time that I was given. Yeah, and I think like, even at this point in life, it's like if I were to die tomorrow, and I was like, dang, like I didn't get it, <laughs> didn't get to go do this. I I still get to say like I was kind. I was kind to people, and I wasn't ever like intentionally malicious towards people or like, wished the worst of people. I just want people to yeah. have what they want yeah. and like Wish for the world to, yeah, yeah, yeah. and to just be world. kind to people. Yeah. 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 I don't want to sound like some, uh, Miss America right now, but world peace would sounds pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, there's so many things. There's too yeah, many I mean, people on earth for peace that. Peace is very difficult to accomplish, but even just spreading the love, yeah, spreading happiness, positivity, all we can do and hopefully they pick it up and spread it it's what's that system where you kind of like you give something and then they give something it's sort of just a I don't know what it's called but paying it forward yeah oh okay yeah there you go that's exactly what it's called (laughs) so paying it forward with kindness paying it forward with love and happiness you know you don't necessarily have to give money you know we don't all have money but if you can somehow spread it you know it's yeah money money like if money didn't exist we i think the probably world would, would be happier a, yeah, a better, a better <laughs> yeah. place like it'd be easier for us to be like compassionate towards people who di- live a different life yeah. like if you oh know, yeah oh yeah if money and rich poor it wouldn't matter it yeah. wouldn't be a thing yeah money and like uh physical items like stuff yeah. wasn't really like a thing thing it would yeah. be yeah, kind of it's all about materialism and money. And yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> we got each other here because yeah. <laughs> I can't seem to think of paying it forward, even though that's the basic concept. And I like thought you were talking about something totally different. I was no. like, I'm gonna say this, and she'd be like, No, no, ninety percent, ninety-five, even probably a hundred percent of the time, it's exactly what you're thinking. I just can't seem to think of it. Yeah, it's okay. It happens to me all the time. You should see all the outtakes from my YouTube videos. It's rough. <laughs> um so so we're gonna wrap it up here but with not always coming up with all the questions that we want to cover you know we could you and I especially like we've 
we've been in each other's lives for a decent amount of time. And I'd say that with the experiences that we've been through and the stuff that we're learning and that we continue to learn and we're kind of progressing together, which is awesome. I'd say that we probably missed a couple of things that we wanted to talk about, but with all of that and the amazing stuff that we've already covered, I would of course love to have you again on the show so we can kind of talk about, you know, other things too, you know, not just pursuing the dreams, but maybe like the after effect, like where you are in six months. Yeah. Um, that also being said, you know, being able to talk about maybe some other serious subjects, but when it comes down to it for this interview in particular, was there anything that you wished that I would have asked and how would you have answered it? Do you feel like you're really like finding success in a way that most people think you are, you know, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel successful in the way that I feel about what I'm doing, but like in the money aspect and like financially what's going on or maybe the business side of things, I still feel like I'm like, I got a lot to learn learn. and like, it's not rainbows and butterflies over here. Like I'm not. Oh yeah. 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 Which like we said in some, yeah. Business is, yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm not paying my rent with this. Like, you know, I I think I kind of talked about it, but like I work one night a week at a bar and like, I'm thinking about starting to drive for Lyft for three hours, a couple times a week, just to have a little bit of extra cash flow because I'm not entirely profiting off of what I'm doing. And like, Recently, I started to make a little bit more money, but I'm still not paying all of my bills and I'm not like, I'm not like, it's, it's just not as like, like people think like, oh, you have X amount of followers. You're making six figures. No, like I'm not there. Like I have friends who have less followers than I do and and they're making six figures. It's about like what you're doing behind the scenes. And like, I don't think I have all of that put together, but like, I still do admire what I do what I have done oh, and what yeah, I have absolutely. put together. You know, it's so funny because I, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to have a quick little heart to heart real quick. Okay. So going through this podcast adventure. Okay. I, I love it. It's something new. I don't know anything about <laughs> podcasting, <laughs> but it's fun. And it's a way to kind of connect with the world in a different way, but kind of spread the love when there's not a lot, or at least it feels like it lately. There's just, there's, there's a lot of sad right now. And it's just trying to revert back to, you know, back to the, just being happy and trying to spread that happiness and making sure that everybody else is happy and, you know, or like feeling safe, like yeah. to have that space to feel safe when things aren't happy. Yeah. Like I think that's just trying to too. provide a safe place for people to come and open up or just, you know, be themselves or find maybe a little bit self-discovery in this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But with all of that, you know, I, I wanted to interview. I was very excited about that. Yeah. Very nervous because I wasn't sure who to interview. Like 
That is a very difficult question. And like, to be honest, you're probably going to hit a wall at some point where you're like, oh, yeah. what, yeah. the, how do I progress this? Who is next? And yeah, like, but... I can only keep having these people come on so many times. And like, but that happens because like I make YouTube videos and I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing the same thing over and over again. Or like, I have to write a new caption on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah. I have no thoughts today. Brain <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> is... <laughs> Bush. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> loading. Loading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, though, I was contemplating this, you know, when I was talking about the podcast with Mark and, you know, who I, like, interview. And I was, you know, just running through, like, podcast uh, tutorials and stuff like that. And they were like, you know, start with people that you are familiar with and that you know because you know you're comfortable with talking to them and like figuring out what works and what doesn't and stuff like that but for me you know it it makes sense that part does make sense but for me I was like honestly it's not about you know starting out it was more about like picking my friends brains like my family and just and yeah and it's personal yeah like you and I, we know each other, but like, there's sometimes that it's hard to just sit down like this and just talk, you know, as, as busy as both of us are, we just don't have yeah as much time as we'd love to, to do this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but also like, I look at the people in my life and I find, you know, it might not be financially successful, but I see you as a successful person in my life because you are pursuing without you know for me I'm like man she did it anyway you know like no matter the money no matter the people no matter the voices no matter you know the economy no matter the society whatever yeah you did it and I find that successful in itself because then it's like that means I can do it too yeah. You know that yeah. and I think that's the message that both of us are trying to come across through our platforms is you know I'm not necessarily saying, you know, like, oh yeah, tomorrow start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you want to do. Yeah. But the idea is is to just share the love and share the inspiration. So maybe one pe- one person out of all the people that listen to us or watch us or see us might just feel empowered that they can do it too. Yeah, and like to me it's always been like it, it doesn't matter if I'm inspiring 10,000 people or one person. Right. If I can say one thing and it changes one person's life, like that's cool. Yeah. And I may never know how many people I've said one thing about right. or you whatever. might not ever know. You might yeah. not ever find that out, but it's just the thought that it's possible that you could spread that and it happened. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And for me I, you know, they say that it's a good start to just do with what you know. But for me, I was like, honestly, thinking about it, you know, the people that I know, they, it makes more sense to communicate and connect with someone that is on the same level versus mm-hmm. someone like Taylor Swift that yeah. has, as as amazing as she is and how, how much she's worked, she's already there. Yeah. It's hard to relate to someone that's already been through it. Yeah, like I would not have like two years ago been like, yeah, let me sit down in a room and talk to Taylor Swift about business. Like that would have been way too much. Like I would have been like, nope, no, 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 no. And like now I probably still would get in that room and be like, 
Oh Yikes! There's so many things that like I had no idea that she was gonna. I get you know. a little bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I think that with this podcast, I kind of the goal was to show people that it's not just the famous people that have made it. It's the people in our day-to-day world that is still working and aiming towards stuff that it's not unreachable. It's not, you know, impossible. You can reach for your goals and dreams and you can be happy. You and have you every, can accomplish them. Yeah, like you, can, it, yeah. you have every right to be happy and every right to try to put forth more than just, you know, a nine-to-five job if you want more than that. Yeah, know? or to, you know, make changes in your nine-to-five so that your life is better and so that the next person's life is better. Yeah. You know, the next yeah. person that wants to have the nine-to-five can still come in and have a good nine-to-five experience. Yeah, you know? so they see you and, you know, the money might not be there yet, but the fact that you're putting forth that effort and that that hard work shows anybody and everybody, including myself, that it is, if you just keep pushing, it will pay off. It yeah. will. And like I, when you told me about this podcast, I think like one of the things that I talked to you about, I do appreciate what you just said to me, so thank you. But one of the things, like, I didn't want to skip over that. I didn't want to forget that. But I love you too. It's okay. Yes, I love you. Um, but like one of one of the things that I did say to you is that like a lot of the people that I look up in this like social media influencer realms, like a lot of the people, it took them four years. It took them four years to get to where like I'm looking at them like, oh, you've got it all together. And like where they felt like they've accomplished a lot of their goals and like that's what they were seeking was like this yes. feeling. And I'm like, well, that's college. That's high school. Like I've done that one. I've done it twice. Like, yeah. you know, I've sat in a job for a quarter of that time and decided I don't like it. And you know, that's okay too. Maybe you get a year and a half, two years into podcasting and you're people, just like, people nah. do that for college. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I don't, want to do that anymore and then they change their degree six yeah. times like, so that's okay yeah but it's also like you can't expect instant results in yeah. something like this you know yeah. like you have to be patient with yourself you have to be yeah otherwise you'll lose your mind <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've done yeah. it a few times yeah i'm like exactly. chill Deb, it's okay yeah just relax that yeah. was me this morning i like, couldn't figure out something at, like exporting a video and i was just like why can't i do it and i'm all crying <laughs> and i'm like okay relax like you'll figure it out <laughs> like all right chica so with all of this good amount of information i'm excited to see now what we're going to provide for the next interview yeah i feel like we could you know pick a subject and just go so that's sure. awesome um i love that about our friendship relationship it's it's something good to have and something that i think that i would encourage everybody to find in their uh, soul friends or soulmate friends <laughs> and uh so I just want to thank you for, you know, taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule to talk with me about your dreams and our passions and, you know, the just spreading the, the love a little bit and just kind of sharing your thoughts with everybody else and our listeners and your, your followers and stuff like that. I find it super important just to kind of show everybody that it's, they're not alone and, you know, weren't we're just regular people trying to find our place in the world as well. Yeah. And it's just amazing to have you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I loved this and I'm really, really excited to see where we are the next time. Yeah. We get together for this. Absolutely. It'll be really interesting. So 
why don't you one more time just share with our listeners and your followers about where they can find you online and we said it at the beginning but with all there was a lot of information that we covered <laughs> yeah so just one more time just share where you where they can find you uh, so everything is at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-I, Tomlin, T-O-M-L-I-N. So Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, all of it. You name <laughs> it. Yep, I've got a little bit of everything out there. So Right on. Okay, well, and this is Devin, again, your co-host with the T-Circle. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, it's been a pleasure, and I'm glad that you guys... Uh, have stuck around and kind of just gotten to know us and got to know Nikki here. And I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. If you guys have any questions or have any thoughts, feel free to email us at team at the tcircle.life or follow us on Instagram and you can message us there at the tcircle.life. And you can also send a voice message in. All these links are going to be provided in Spotify or on our um, link tree link that you can access on Instagram as well. All right, so there you have it. You have a way to contact the T-Circle, Mark and I, or Miss Nikki Tomlin, photographer, videographer, and traveler. (laughs) How exciting. And so, Nikki, we're going to leave this interview off with one last fun question, just kind of random, no in particular since the the whole interview that we just had, but you mentioned that you would have tea with Miss Taylor Swift. Now let's say that you guys did end up having tea and you guys became best friends, of course. (laughs) You guys, I would assume, you know, go traveling together and do some things together. What would be the trip that you would go on with Taylor Swift? Where would you travel to with her if she were to be your traveling buddy? Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's, like, so one. many things in my head that I'm just like, well, I don't really, like, I, I know I've seen her, like, do some tropical trips with friends, but I've also seen her do, like, some rainy English trips with, like, what family and stuff. What would you want to introduce her, her to, though? I like my first thought is I would I would love I would love to take her on an alpine lake hike okay like see her experience that crazy blue colored water on top of a mountain for you know maybe the first time maybe not but yeah does she hike I don't even I don't know I don't know I don't think I've ever seen her hike but I think yeah yeah, I think that but that was like my first thought because I always think that's like something really really like neat that not a lot of people really realize is doable yeah and maybe she's done it maybe she hasn't but i think it'd be cool yeah oh absolutely just be able to share that experience with her and her with you i just think that it would be kind of unique to uh take her somewhere that she's probably not used to as well yeah yeah. you know just kind of like that friendship that it's like you know as as close as you guys could be like as close as you and i there's certain things that i've done that you haven't and vice versa yeah exactly and there's certain moments where you're just like man if i had the opportunity i just want to show you this so you can see how great it is <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> exactly and that's what i think is I like share the love so you can love it with me yeah, yeah like go climb a mountain i think that would be pretty rad absolutely well right on okay well thank you again and i'll see you next time yeah thank you this was so much fun Thank you.